Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful and seen. Hello and welcome back to Free and Figuring It Out. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We're excited to talk to you and we're going to go straight in. Today I'm going to be sharing what I'm figuring out, which is moving back to London. So Mm. literally I have been out of the big smoke, is that even what you call it anymore? I can't even remember, for (laughs) five months. So I left in March. And time has finally come for me to head back. And yeah, I'm a little bit apprehensive about it. I'm a little bit thinking, ooh. Um, I spent the whole of lockdown and the easing of lockdown living with other people. So the thought of going back to and living in houses. So it's a bit about going back to living by myself, which feels a little bit weird. And going back to living in a flat. So no more garden life. I've really, mm-hmm. really enjoyed garden life. Um, a garden has really zipped up the list of dreams so yeah I'm trying to work out mm-hmm. that um, and what that's going to be like being there without it being normal London yeah are things I mean relatively open aren't they so it's 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 okay but obviously we're still in COVID times but um you know you can go for dinner and things like that can't you oh yeah I mean it's August it's eat out to help out not that I have eaten out to help out anywhere sorry um but yeah it's just I think the difference is London because it's such a big city is that feeling of actually I don't necessarily have that many friends that live near me um and Mm. I also most virtually none of my friends are working or if they are working no one's going to work so my big thing about loving London life is like going to work and then like going out for drinks and for dinner and for dates and like events in the evening and normally have a really packed week and actually I'm like oh no you're just gonna probably be in your flat all week um and then have fun at the weekend which is fine but yeah it feels just very different vibes to what normal Mm. London life is yeah well good luck with that thank you very much um this week i've been figuring out face masks because i'm very confused about what i should be doing what i shouldn't be doing what everyone else should be doing what they shouldn't be doing where i should wear them where i shouldn't wear them i think it's just gone a little bit crazy and there's no real black or white rule as to you know what you should do and i'm I err on the side of caution, you know, I'd rather have one on, not just to protect myself, but to protect others. Um, but I've encountered quite a few people who could not care less. Um, and it's just a bit anxiety inducing. Like, I just wish it was a real, well, it, it kind of is a very, like, it's compulsory, but then no one can implement a fine or punishment other than the police. So it's, it's like a false promise. It's just a strange, strange thing. Um, I have quite a few people on my social media feeds who are very anti-mass, anti-injection, like hate the government, the patriarchy, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and I have other people who are the other way, you know, very pro-mask, pro-injection. Um, and I think, yeah, it's just 
it's not just a mask that I think I'm trying to figure out where I sit in all of that. Like I don't want to be misled by a government who I don't think have done the best job in the world. But at the same time, you know, I, I, I do understand masks and, and things like that. So it's just, yeah, I've been trying to suss that one out really. Yeah, it's a hard one. I think that's why I've just been sitting at home and going nowhere. Then I don't have to deal with any of it. I think that's the easiest that's thing. True. I think I've been pretty much living that hermit life as much as possible. And it makes yeah. things a lot easier. Mm, yeah, that, that is a, a very good point. I've definitely gone out less. Um, but an article that I read this week, I actually bought the paper. I didn't buy it. I got it free from Booths, which is the Waitrose of the North. Could you get it free when you spend a certain amount the weekend? So I got the good old Observer and um, it was in the the new review, it was talking about um, Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg and Donald Trump and the American election that is coming forward soon um can we just say Kanye is that happening is it not like I'm not sure is that yeah okay (laughs) so um obviously you know we all know that there was um um what should we say it it, let's it wasn't really a democracy (laughs) in the last election you know there was lots of money pumped into um unethical advertising which then ended up in the Cambridge Analytical analytic how do I say that Cambridge Analytica scandal mm-hmm. um if you haven't watched the great hack on Netflix highly 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 recommend it it's absolutely fantastic but this article was basically about how you know Mark Zuckerberg is pretty much the most powerful person in the world right now because he can decide you know if Trump can put up certain types of adverts that not only promote him and his party but also kind of put people off voting for Biden or you know it's again it's this whole fear hate um campaigns and it was something it was really interesting obviously you know Sherelle you you were interested in investment and businesses and and how they're all set up but they were saying that even though like Zuckerberg isn't just like the only shareholder of of Facebook he actually has it written into contracts that he basically is the main decision maker so it's not even like there's a board that can override him if it's if they really think it's you know and it just worries me and and I've read since a few articles saying that if you're not worried about the power of Facebook you should be you know because obviously now they own Instagram do they own WhatsApp as well yeah yes yeah so yeah, it was re- it was really interesting. Um, I'm sure you can find it online. Um, I'll um, pop it in the show notes. But mm, it's um, you, you. I mean, America seems to be falling apart a bit at the minute, unfortunately, with Trump's response to COVID and the fact that each state seems to be doing something different. Um, and then you know, on top of that, Black Lives Matter has has really been ignited and and you know everyone's confronting um the fact that there is a huge amount of racism within america and you know and i I think i think that's a difficult thing as well like on the election like you know joe biden isn't really anti-racist but Mm. you either vote as a black person you vote for either trump 
or Joe Biden. And then in an interview the other day, an interviewer said to Trump, you know, what, what, what do you think of, of John Lewis and what he did for like, um, you know, civil rights and things. And Trump was like, I've done for more, more for black people than John Lewis. And I'm just like, oh, like it just, it, it just blows my mind. So yeah, it's, it is quite, I mean, it, you can like see the funny side, but I don't think there is anymore. I think it is quite scary, the power that these certain people have in the world oh yeah there's definitely some people that have so much power that and we are just pawns on a chessboard to them that's all we mm. are but the thing about facebook particularly i think obviously like instagram but whatsapp i think there was a big difference in how that company operated once it got hold of our whatsapp and lots of people would talk about like getting adverts that clearly were based on the messages they were sending to people in their whatsapp and all that mm. side of things it just becomes like scary and the data they hold on us is absolutely scary like they genuinely now know more about us than probably anyone else in the entire Mm. world and I think it is interesting I did read this week about because TikTok have to sell off the US it's it's US and there was a few other countries I can't remember but obviously the US was a big one um Mm. because um it was going to get banned altogether so they're trying to just in order to it's survival, they're having to try and just um, sell off the U, the US ship section. Is that the right word? So yeah. they were saying Microsoft has been putting themselves forward for it. Yeah, yeah. And that's like a really interesting one because it, you know, you would have thought like, I wonder if Facebook could even consider like considered going for it, or if they couldn't because they've got too much of a monopoly in the in this that space now. I don't know if there's even monopoly laws in the USA. I'm sure not. But it's really interesting for me to see Microsoft putting themselves forward because that says like oh we're trying to actually get in this social space and challenge in a way yeah and I think there are certain because there, there was that huge thing with Bill Gates and Microsoft in the I want to say late 80s early 90s where they basically had such a big monopoly that they were taken to court and it, it was discussed about how they needed to allow um, sensible competition within the market so okay. maybe I mean, you would think it would be a most natural thing in the world for Facebook to buy TikTok, wouldn't you? So maybe there is something around that. Um, Yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyway, it's (laughs) scary. I've 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 done like one. Have you done? You said you've done stuff on TikTok, have you? Did you? I've set up an account. I've done one. Yeah, I set up my account (laughs) and I I made some videos. I really love the trio clone feature that made all of my dancing so much better. But I never ended up posting anything. Mm, well there's still time so what have you been reading then Sherelle? I have been reading Flo and I'm not going to even try and say the name because there's not a single chance I will get it right so I'm just going to put it in the show notes okay um but it is a classic so it was written in 1990 and it's called the subtitle is called the psychology of optimal experience and it's a book that gets written about and mentioned loads of like psychology books and positive psychology any book that seems to ever want to talk about happiness um seems to mention this book basically and I was like Mm. I need to read it rather than it always being mentioned and we've never read it so it was book of the month for propel her and um we discussed it earlier this week but one of the things that I really wanted to just like have a little talk about because I think it's quite interesting is so this idea of being in flow is a time when you're like at your best you're giving your full attention it normally requires like a moment you need to have some goals and you need to be challenged and it needs to be 
utilizing your skills so there's this idea that when you're using your skills but you there is some stretch so you like you are challenged by it that you're concentrating with such attention that you sort of go into this sort of like vortex and time becomes something totally different and this is we've all probably had that feeling where you're like oh I didn't realize like I've been doing this for hours mm. and time just gone by so most people can resonate with that feeling but in their book they did like an actual scientific experiment where um, some people for the whole week would have a pager on them and every single time it beeped they had to write down what they were doing at the moment and like how they felt and it was to try and help understand actually how you feel in the moment versus how we look back on things mm. and what was really interesting was he said that actually more people had feelings of optimal experience and being in flow whilst they were at work than when they were in leisure however when you ask people people still always will say I want to work less and I want more leisure time hmm. and just this real idea of are we actually what we're experiencing it's like we're not really tuned into what we're experiencing because society has just made us all think like we shouldn't we all want to work less like that's what everyone wants everyone just wants to work less and we just think having more leisure time is the answer but actually for lots of us our leisure time can be just wasted and actually pure passive leisure time doesn't actually bring us joy actually the reason probably why so many people feel they just need a break or that they need that rest is because they're like physically exhausted from the work or mentally but actually if actually in real life what we need probably isn't more leisure time we just need to use it better and to be to help re-energize us and to find that balance but because we have so many questions about like work-life balance and it's something that obviously we talk about a lot I found that interesting that idea of are we in our heads thinking that we would have more fun outside of work than we actually do yeah and I re- I mean I love the idea of flow I think it is just like the biggest green light that you're doing something that is like in your zone of genius and really what brings you joy and fulfillment as a person um and I kind of get why you can't really find that in leisure because I I, I understand that element of focus that you mm. need in that challenge um but I think you're right I think we and I I think about this so much more now than I ever have but you know what we're kind of habitually raised to think of as in like working less is a positive thing and you know I suppose it is I don't think anyone would really deny that but like you say it's just having more leisure time doesn't mean you're going to be happier it is what you do with it and I think this is where we forget to like put a bit of effort into the leisure time as in like really think you know what brings me joy like who brings me joy like what activities you know and and plan it a little bit like some days I think oh I'd love to like bake you know because that would make me really happy today but then I don't have anything in and then you're like oh and I can't bother going to the shop then instead you just go on Instagram and then you're like oh I don't you know and then you've got work the next and it's like so it's really thinking about what lights you up so yeah, I think I know. I think that I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to read that. It sounds a really, really interesting book. Yeah, and I think your point about really being intentional about your leisure time is what's important. So mm. I have sort of been playing tennis um, recently, which is a new thing, which I haven't done probably for 15 years, and I'm really enjoying it. And like quite often, I do it first thing in the morning before I start work, and I feel that's a great use of my time I go with a friend so I feel like I'm getting sort of some social interaction I don't have much but it still feels because I'm like I'm around someone else 
but I'm really concentrating and I'm challenging myself like I'm not good at it so it is challenging I have to really focus I sort of forget about everything else that's going on and I finish and think oh this was great now I easily could have used that two hours in the morning aimlessly scrolling mm-hmm. and just doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that and probably doing a bit of my to-do list and thinking oh I probably should make a better breakfast and like you said then that time's gone and you don't really have anything valuable or substantial out of it and I think that's the thing is trying to look at yeah if you have only got a few hours you can make that few hours more by actually being intentional about what you do and therefore there's real value in that and then also it means when you look back you're like oh no I had a really good evening last night so then you can and you remember it rather than if you didn't do anything like landmark worthy or anything then you're like what did I do last night I don't know yeah no definitely but I think even if you go like super passive and you decide you just want to sit and watch tv like that's all you want to do like that that is what the afternoon's for you know it's finding something that you're really going to enjoy rather than just like sticking something on for the sake of it and like doing that because it'll make you laugh and you need a laugh or it'll teach you something that you want Mm. to learn or it will you know remind you of some nice memory you know whatever it may be it's just really and also like you know I've done this quite a lot recently I've put something on and then 10 minutes in I've gone no this isn't like for me today and I've turned it off and I think some people are so like no I've chosen to watch that now I must watch it so yeah I think it's really interesting and we'll pop that in the show notes about how to get that book um and actually linking on to that something that I've listened to this week um is I got the calm app which I'm sure most of you know is a bit like headspace uh, or insight timer and I listened to like a mini course called rethinking depression and I'm just mentioning it because it's actually mentioned a few of the things that you mentioned in that book which is mm. quite a nice tie-in but um it's just really interesting whether you have depression, you've had it, or you want to know more about it. It's just really interesting about how the brain works and how the mind works. And it goes into really beautiful detail about it, um, which I've never really heard before. Um, so it's quite a little bit sciencey, but in a, a gentle way. So yeah, really, really recommend that if you've got the the Calm app um, or they probably do a free trial that you can sign up to if that sounds like something that would benefit you. Um, and then watching what I've been sitting at my bum on the sofa to watch at night is <laughs> Down to Earth with Zac Efron, the rugged, beautiful Zac Efron that was in High School Musical. <laughs> and a little bit of a mini crush a there. <laughs> Well, he's just beautiful. Like his eyes are just beautiful. Like anyway, um, but basically he travels around the world with his friend who is like a health guru and they go to different places. A few examples like Iceland, uh, Puerto Rico, uh, Costa Rica, um, where did they go? Uh, other places um and they look at how those countries do things in terms of benefiting the environment so they could be looking at water in france you know and how they manage their water and and their systems um they went to london and and new york and looked at like bees and garbage and rubbish and um in um the look at like you know gas and methane and how that's used for energy and natural foods and it's just yeah really really easy to watch but also you feel like you're learning something at the same time um it's on netflix so i really recommend that 
Mm. Yeah. Go check out those those beautiful eyes from Zac Efron. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. He's 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 a good looking lad. Let's say that. So um, yeah. Well, I think that's everything for this week, isn't it? but i'm going to leave you with a little prompt before we leave you know we like to give you something to figure out and this week i have been having a conversation with my business bestie all around like comfort zones and discomfort zone and sort of pushing ourselves outside to see growth both in ourselves and in our businesses and it just made me think this whole idea about stretching ourselves and there is like a quote around you've got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and i Mm. think particularly there are a lot of people that don't do well with uncomfortable situations me definitely included and this at the moment feels like an ongoing uncomfortable situation so getting comfortable is probably quite important but this idea of actually stretching yourself intentionally so rather than it being the external environment is pushing you this is about something you yourself have decided so the question is what could i do to stretch myself today so I just want you to think about mm. something that you could do to stretch yourself that's going to help you move forward and make some positive changes in your life. So we will be sharing that on the Instagram and I look forward to hearing people's answers. That sounds great. Hey, well, we, uh, we will leave you now to the rest of your day and we will speak to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.